Welcome to another episode of Entertainment Avenue, and in this episode, we're discussing the murder we discussed a couple of weeks back, again with our fellow detective, Kian Soar. Vroom, vroom, I'm driving down the Entertainment Avenue. Oh yeah, you're driving? Yeah, I'm driving. What kind of car you got with you today? I'm in a little Vespa today. You're in a little <laughs> Vespa? That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, just cruising. Yeah. I'm an old, I'm you? on an... Well, today I felt like, you know, it's still a little bit summer, so I felt like I was going to go bike. I was going to go bike. Okay. I biked all the way across the world from my hometown hometown in the Netherlands to Entertainment Avenue. Those are some serious calves. Yeah. Actually, where is Entertainment Avenue? What kind of place on Earth is, or like on a different planet maybe, you need to take a spaceship to Entertainment Avenue? Yeah, we you could fly down Entertainment Avenue. We can fly down Entertainment Avenue. We have to find out what the lore is. Yeah, we, we, can, we should make it. We Ask can find our... we can find some lore. We can make some lore. Yeah, please. We should. Keen, <laughs> I haven't uh, talked to you in two or three weeks. It was since our last episode. It, well, it's certainly been too long. What's been yes. going on in your life since then? Uh, well, as you might have known, uh, I started my new job. Yes. And yes. It has How's it been, going? It has been great. I had my first day today, and it was really great. Um, they taught me everything I needed to know with, like, great patience and stuff. And the people there are really respectable. Everybody knows each other. Everybody's friends with each other. There's no, like, competition and stuff. Um, I got taught a lot of tactics, and I actually sold a Nintendo Switch, so that's really cool. No I way, sold on Nintendo your first Switch. day? Yeah, there was, like, this, uh, this grandma with her kid, and, uh, she wanted to buy a Nintendo Switch. Uh, or, yeah. she, like, she wanted to buy Mario, the kid really wanted Mario Maker 2. And mm. it was a really sweet grandma. Um, like, a, a kid in the store wanted to have a Mario Party, uh, or, like, Mario Maker 2. And the grandma was really nice, but she didn't know anything about it. And um, she asked, so she asked me, like, okay, my grandkid wants to play Mario Maker 2. What are the essentials that I need for this? Nice. So I said, like, okay, um, the, well, the cheapest option would be a, a Nintendo Switch Lite. But the uh, problem is you cannot um, take off the controllers and you cannot play on the TV. Um, and then she said, like, okay, then that's not a good option. That's not a good fit. Uh, what is the next option? So I w walked her through everything that she could have bought. And then she bought an, a normal Nintendo Switch with a Pro Controller and Mario Maker 2. Right. Fantastic sale, my friend. So Sounds that was like a really, really, it was a really, it was a really good day. I had a really nice day. Yeah. It's kind of, it's kind of fun that you get to, uh, interact with a lot of people who want to learn about these things and you kind of get to give them a little bit of education if, if they if that's what they're looking for yeah. yeah i think you're really good at that so yeah i really like it and next week i get taught how the cash register works so that i can actually stand behind the counter and that, depending on their system that can be a little tricky in the beginning yeah well the thing is they have like a lot of services so they also have like packing stuff so uh -huh. if, you, if you say like it's a gift uh you also uh -huh. get to pack it and 
stuff like uh, writing on the on the um, packaging and stuff. It's it's you know. Um, the only thing it's that they did do today is that they made an account for me on the cash register, okay. so I can log in. Nice. And next time, because I'm I'm I know that I'm getting off topic right now from the cash register stuff, but there the company is so good, like there is multiple positions. It's like um the big um like the owner of the store or like the the of the of the not necessarily the branch but like the oh yeah the, no actually the branch yeah mm. the owner of the branch then you have the branch manager um mm. and then you have like a parent figure so it's a person who does work there but it's also like an emotional support person and that is really good mm. that is really nice because like uh, a person in our store today for instance uh, wanted to buy FIFA 23 for the PS4, and since the new FIFA is coming out, we didn't have it in stock because you know, EA is stopping making those games. Mm -hmm. So we didn't have it in stock, and then he asked me if in my small town if there was another place where I where he could get FIFA, where he could get games. I said, no, this is the only place where we have like an a, a, a row of games, and he said, yeah, you cannot call this a row because there's almost nothing here. Oh, okay. So and, and he started screaming and stuff, so, and then um, oh my gosh! Yeah, it was like really, it was really weird. It, like it didn't oh. hurt me or something, but it was like really weird. Like and then right after that, my the like the parent figure uh, that worked with me that day, they came up to me and they were immediately so supportive, and they mm. asked me like, okay, did did that hurt you? What are you okay? What's wrong? That's awesome. That was like I. I was figure. so flabbergasted by that because, like, at my last job, the manager didn't even know who I was. Wow. Like, legit, when I went to give back my keys and stuff, because I, yeah. you know, I cannot keep those. When I gave them back, she literally asked me, who are you? After emailing oh. with me the entire day and looking at my file the entire day and oh. taking me off of every list... She did not have a clue who I was. They're working with a lot of people in a day, I guess. Yeah. I don't know how big that, that crew was. It was like but... 250 people. Wow, okay. And now yeah. I'm working at a group of 13 people. It's quite so different, everybody, huh? everybody knows each other. Mm. Everybody's That's friends with each other. And the thing is, if something is wrong, they talk about it. Like Pretty if, cool. If, if worker A doesn't like worker B... They talk about it, and it's uh, fixed. It is so that's great. That's fantastic. It what is so great. great. I'm so happy that you have that wonderful work environment. Oh. And it is really great. And I already, I got, like, so many compliments as well. Oh. Because, like, I sold a Switch on my first day, and I helped a lot of customers. And even though it wasn't necessarily my job, I just, because I got a scanner and a microphone, so every time there was something that I could report or if there was something like that I could ask, like for instance, I was scanning a Amiibo because they had one Amiibo um, uh -huh. still like at the bottom of the row. So I scanned it and it said that it was not in the, in the, in the, in our inventory. So I said like, okay, what's up with that? And they said, okay, they said like, oh, it's a clearance item. And once this one is gone, there are no more of the, of those. Mm. And 
they said say they told to me that an ex coworker um uh, that i had used my scanner more in one day than a coworker of my of an ex coworker used in their entire span of that of that business <laughs> on your first day on my first day and also like you know that i handled things i i would say professionally i asked because sometimes my job today was mostly if something needs to be done like a, a, a an order that it came in we have to handle that they just told me okay Taj, you can do that and after a bit they just you know um i just got the the message like okay uh you're done now you you can just walk around and ask people for help mm. like an open world game like there's a main, yes. there's the main storyline and then you can do some side quests and yeah now you now you uh dialogue interact with uh all the rest of everybody yeah. in and story. when i didn't have anything to do i would just go around and ask people like okay is there something i can do for you like there was one person they are now swapping from the summer um the summer um like they have everything in a certain way in the store mm-hmm. and they are swapping from the summer version to the winter version. Mm-hmm. Uh, they do that in the fall and in the spring, they switch it up. Mm-hmm. And right now he was like hanging up the, 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 um, the signs like, okay, the switch version, the switch aisle was moving up a little bit to the left. So the switch, uh, aisle signs need to be moved up to the left as well. And he moved those. And I asked, like, okay, do you need any help? And I asked that with everybody. Um, I cut my break short. Like, I had a I had a half an hour break for lunch, which was really nice. And it's also being paid, so that's really nice. That's great. And I, like, I ate my, my sandwich, and I talked to a colleague of mine, which I, like, got to know. A really nice Very person, cool. by the way. And Hello, nice person. And I walked out of there and like I was done talking and she she looked on her phone to, you know, catch up on what she missed. And I had nothing to do and I still had 25 minutes left of my break. So I just went back into the store. And they said like, okay, whenever you just need to take a break or you need to, you know, get a sip sip of your drink or you, you know, got to go to the toilet, you just do that. Good. So it's, it's as, as yeah you as you as you should, but it's basically like they don't mind if you take like five minutes off. Sure, if you don't do anything and then you ask for five minutes off, obviously they're gonna be mad about that. But right. like if I if I work as I should and I just want to have like five minutes off, they will they would give they will give that to me. Right, because they want to. If you're a yeah. good worker, they want to keep you and they want to keep you happy. And it just that's just the formula to do that. So it's a great, yeah. great uh, boon for everyone all around. Yeah, like at the end of my shift, she asked me if there was like anything that uh, that I didn't like or that so that like the workers did uh, that might have, you know, upset me in some sort of way. And I said, no, it was lovely. And she said, wow. OK, that's great to hear. Dude, that is so fantastic. It I'm is so glad you... literally the dream work environment. It is so amazing. amazing. I'm really happy you ended up there. Yeah. I'm it's really perfect. I'm really glad I got hired, dude. 
Yeah. And the moment, the, imagine the moment that I know how to work the register, I actually have something to do there. <laughs> it is so, it is so nice. Well, like today it was really nice, but sometimes I got bored because I had nothing sure. to do. Sure, sure. Sure, it's fine. I just could just walk around and look at games. But that is a also, lot it's, of sales jobs. Also, it's getting boring sometimes. <laughs> yep, because you're just in that one room. And like, around. well, the the only thing that I, uh, which which I thought was like, okay, that's, that would be better for me is that uh, like at some points the cash register was really busy. And mm. both of the, because like we were working with four people. It's just really small store. So that's okay. Right. Um, but that it's, it's Saturday. So it's the evening rush. Mm. And when there's a long line, they need to open the second register. Um, right. And have like two people at the counter. But there were three people who knew how to work the counter because they had that training. And I had no, I had not yet. One person was already working the register, and two other people were busy handling orders. Uh, so I could have helped if I had that had training, knowledge. but I didn't have yeah. the knowledge. So that's um, that's a little bit of a thing. Like when I know how to do that, that would be nice because then they can do their thing while I help the person at the register. Yeah, that sounds like a good, probably what they're working up toward is is for the amount of uh normal employees that will be would be there at that time or would there normally be less since no there would normally be like four workers at the rush wow okay all right they uh they just sort of well it's like for it well it's like a really small store and there are like only two registers so like they have two registers and then they have two people like working in the shop and seeing if anything is like put in the wrong place, which is really good because then one person can work on orders, one person or maybe two can look at the store and one person mm-hmm. can always be behind the register. And you also switch it up. It's not like you have like three hours where you have to be behind the register. For it sure, is like for when, sure. because that that was in my last job. I got hired, uh, like, if I had to work two hours, then I had to do, like, a certain job for two hours. Uh. But, like, for instance, if the person who's working the cash register is not, um, like, she, she she would say, like, oh, um, I just want to, you know, walk around a little bit, uh, at, talk to some people. I would say, okay, I can take over. I can take over the yeah. register. And we can both have some variety in our work. It makes sense at the grocery store that they'd have to just assign you to something since they're working with those 250 people there. You know, yeah. they have to yeah. make sure that this person's doing that thing. And yeah, true. They don't have people. But that doesn't mean like, I, I get it, but sure, it isn't fun work if you have to work your, if you have to like break your back out of the shipping shit. I mean, yeah, that's a lot of lot of people now who are who are doing that work. It yeah. Sucks. Well, my best friend, uh, one of my best friends, also worked there, and um, well, I was talking to his dad today, uh, because his dad and my mom are like very good friends, mm-hmm. and my mom and um, his dad were out for lunch, and I was just. I was just chatting because that place was right behind, right next to my my work. Uh, so I saw them and I just joined in the conversation and I said, "Yo, what's up with your kid, my best friend?" Because I haven't spoken to him in two weeks. And then he said, "Like, oh yeah, he also quit his job at at the grocery store." I said, "Oh, good uh, for him. I have to talk to him about that." 
Yeah, not fun working at the grocery store. <laughs> well, it is uh, if you work at a uh, at a, a smaller grocery store. Yes, I'm sure. Like I work at a I work at a very big grocery store, but if you work at like a because like next like uh around the corner of my house there's like I wouldn't say a deli but like compared to American sized stores, it is more like a deli than a Walmart. Like, like a it was con- a convenience. Sort yeah, of basically. Operation. Basically, it is a grocery store but like smaller. Yeah. Because like most of your you guys' grocery stores are like all already very big and like i worked yeah i worked at that type of store Mm -hmm. but there are also stores that are like more like delis and convenience stores yeah where you have a little community who's yeah and there are like 50 people working there which still a lot but it's a fifth of the of the big one yes and you probably generally know more people working there and yeah, it's just a better work environment when that happens. Yeah. Also, Kian, did you see my image in uh, in your Discord server? Was it the amiibo? I got a Sonic amiibo. No way, you did not. Yeah, I I got a Sonic amiibo. I was looking around on uh, eBay or like the Dutch version of eBay. Yeah. And there was a guy living in my uh in my in my small town. Who sold Amiibos. And he had like a very big collection. And he had Sonic. And I said, okay, Sonic is my main in Smash Bros. I gotta have Sonic. Yes. So at that point, I asked him like, okay, you have these prices because you also have to ship them and you want to make a profit off of it. What if I come and get it? Because I live like two minutes away. Uh, and he said, okay, because it would normally like the, the market value in the Netherlands of Sonic is 40 bucks wow. and he already put it at 35 bucks for shipping mm. and he is and i said what would you because like after shipping then it would it would still be like 42 for me and Don't since he lives two minutes away yeah it is <laughs> really cheap so i asked him <laughs> i asked him um what would you give me as a price if i were to pick it up and he said, okay, I'd do 30. So that would that would have saved me if I were to order it on my on my like main uh, amiibo site. Ten that would that saved me weeks. that saved me like 15 bucks. Let's go. Which I spent to so buy good. a different amiibo, which is the <laughs> Mii Sword Fighter. <laughs> Very nice. Oh. Well so now I had to do some management uh, there. I had to do some removing. Uh, so now my Link and Kirby amiibos are with my Mario amiibos, because they are like mainline Mario things. So you know I Ooh. put them there. Uh, and now Sonic and my Ami Sword Fighter are with my Smash Bros characters. As they should be. As they should Kickin be. Kicking ass. With Kian. Yes. At the end of the day, we're here with a reason. I mean, let's talk about it, right? Only Murders in the Building. We got three more episodes than we did last time. I'm sorry (laughs) for everybody who was here for Only Murders in the Building uh, that it took 20 minutes to get here. (laughs) But we are here, and we're going to talk about it. 
what did we you put think a little time stamp <laughs> the last three episodes i mean just revelation after revelation was it not like and also just more questions on more questions as it ought to be <laughs> yes how did you feel i felt not like not um i don't think like distracted is the good word mm. but i do feel like we are being taken away from the point oh i feel like because we're at episode seven you know it's it's wrapping up in like season one we already knew in episode eight that jan was the killer and we were already very close to the ending mm -hmm. so you know it's 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 feeling a little bit that we're we're too far away maybe that's interesting I, I i feel you on that and i would maybe just counter with the fact that we've had three murders thus far and they want maybe the showrunners are looking more to focus throw our focus on this relationship between our main three and how it may have changed after this all this time or how it may have stayed the same and what what they might want to do going forward we can see that mabel is making moves she's she's taking steps we'll get there we'll get there yeah uh that's that's a little for later on but um yeah i think i think perhaps that that is intentional and that they're looking to shine a little bit of light on relationships more maybe yeah that is true um yeah i was just thinking back to like how the episodes ended yeah because the last thing that i can recall is that charles and oliver are at mabel's door mm -hmm. uh, with a peace offering and a piece of evidence and mm -hmm. mabel is no longer there and they have no way of contacting her Except of like, the oh, they have like text and you know, so it's not like a it's not like a story breaker. No, but but it's they ended on, on such bad terms, dude. <laughs> because Oliver erasing the lipstick from the mirror. Yes, and an ultimate piece of evidence, Charles quitting the show which now has like no meaning yes <laughs> well they had like some character Although, development moments and matthew and fun, broderick yeah and a fun cameo. hilarious <laughs> the actor of all actors <laughs> yeah again we'll get there well i thought but... i did i did see that there was like a loophole um oh. eventually um Oliver called, uh, who did he call? He like FaceTimed somebody. I know, I know he's a theater legend. Like he asked like, when, when you were working with Matthew, Bro Matthew Broderick on this uh, project, uh, how did you handle his, um, Mel? Yeah. What? Um, uh, the FaceTime cameo. Yeah, 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 yeah. And what what I think is funny, the movie that he then mentioned also featured Teddy Demas, or like the actor who plays Teddy Demas. 
So there's like a loophole because if that ah. thing exists in that universe, then that that Teddy Demas also not real or is an actor or it's different in that. <laughs> That's hilarious. I found a loophole watching this. You found a loophole. That's amazing. I found a loophole. Wow. That's a great that's a great little point to point out. I thought that that was kind of ironic. Yeah. I I wonder I well I mean they they must have known when they did it. <laughs> yeah. There's no way they wouldn't know. Mel was so good on on his little FaceTime uh scene. He was so good. He yeah. he gave us everything. <laughs> yeah. Do not do not like it's gonna go off the rails and he did oh man oh man he did yeah watch out everybody the actor's process is dangerous for everyone involved <laughs> but to be honest in our in our previous podcast episode we did note some uh stuff that actually came true we said that we were thinking we would get some more season one and season two recognition. Mm -hmm. We definitely got that. With, um, what's her name? Uma? Uma, Uma yes. Uma and thank, Bunny. Thank goodness. Oh, thank goodness they brought Bunny back for our little, our little hello. Yeah, because like, I hadn't seen the episode on Tuesday and I saw a post by Only Murders and I saw Bunny and I was thinking like, what the fuck's going on here? <laughs> She came back to life. No, but like I saw a frame of Bunny's face in a in a ad on Instagram, and I thought, like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> Can you imagine if they tied two murders together? Yeah, across seasons, that would be so much. What fun. if they still do? They could. They could. Nobody's stopping them. No, you never know. <laughs> and we also said that um, they that the the trio would uh eventually end up uh like not like not necessarily breaking up splitting splitting a little yeah, bit spl splitting a little yeah. bit and they a did schism they did uh, yeah they did a little schism and uh, yeah that i mean you got you got to add a little a little bit of more tension you got to break it up when there's been they they've done this formula for two seasons now so we got to have a little bit of extra action to yeah keep us hooked yeah and i i think it's good i think it's it'll be a good growing learning moment for these characters they have operated <laughs> on some i i don't think they're going to learn in the legal way i think they've operated on some pretty shady uh terms thus far <laughs> um but I, I think, yeah, I think they all need to just do a little self-reflection, and, and this is the good time for that. Yeah. And also, I'm now done thinking about it. I think it's really funny. Did you notice that in all of episode seven, every character was drinking gut milk again? I didn't notice it, but the blue raspberry gut milk did bring me some serious pain inside. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I was thinking about do they still have like the the gut milk yes. sponsor or because we haven't heard about that like all season too long. No, but and yet it appears. 
Yeah. Where are they getting it now? Are they still getting it from our uh, our Arconia friend? Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. <sighs> Probably. Blue raspberry. <laughs> looks like yeah. blueberry. When they're drinking in that scene, it looks like blueberry gut milk. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. But overall, how would you want um, this stuff to end? Well, not necessarily end, but... We have three episodes left. We have to tie a knot. Who do you think the murderer is? And now oh that maybe they're available, who does Tiny think the murderer is? Because no, we didn't get to handle that last time. <laughs> Tiny I will not be giving any predictions, I do not think. <laughs> I, that is not their MO. But... I, I'm, I'm with you. I'm, I got a lot of fingers pointed in a lot of directions and also Spill none at all. the tea. I, what's that? Spill the tea. What's going on inside your mind? Ah, uh, okay. Well, Get us through your tea and lore brain. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Immediately, my brain wafts over to dicky because i mean they left us off in a very suspicious way in our last episode yes which i think i think it points a little too heavy-handedly mm -hmm. but there i mean motive is pretty intense there the cobro idea being stolen that's that's a lot of motive for their whole life somebody being in their adopted brother's shadow that's like that's a lot to deal with. And then, on the other hand, Loretta... Wait, in the... <laughs> wait. Um, yes. Was Dickie adopted or was... Um... Dickie was a Dickie was adopted. Yeah. Not, not, uh, not Ben Glenroy. Yeah. But Sorry. you said, like, in the... In your, yeah. Yeah, never mind. Apologies. No worries. For my misspeaking. No worries. There. No worries. No worries. Um, and Loretta, this book, this scrapbook... I we, we gotta get to we gotta that. get into it right but like if, like we know that it, that it's gonna happen and it's either gonna be like a plot point like she would be the murderer or it would just simply be a funny thing like oh yeah I did some research on him because I didn't know the guy because I'm old or something I don't know I I I'm gonna okay there is a there is one tiny theory uh, a tiny, tiny theory? theory a tiny hot oh. theory uh and <laughs> i came across something while i was looking through like different people's recaps for mm -hmm. different people's perspectives on the show you did your homework i did a little bit of homework Ooh. and i i'm gonna go ahead and say like spoils and everything for anybody who hasn't like mm -hmm. obviously we've done a lot of spoils so far but um if you this if you don't want to the spoiler podcast <laughs> And you're gonna you're gonna give them a spoiler warning. That no, it's just literally like, in the description and in the like, title that we talk about these three episodes. If you haven't like, if you haven't taken it this far, maybe maybe this would you know throw some things for you. Yeah, okay. but uh, Tiny theorized when we first found the scrapbook that uh, Ben was Loretta's son. And Whoa. then 
I found another theory online that Dickie is Loretta's son. And so she's been tracking either the, the progress of either of these two guys in this rise to fame and stardom for, I mean, not fame and stardom for Dickie, but money for Dickie um, and success for Dickie. So something to think about there. That is, I think that is a really interesting theory. I thought very insightful from Tiny. That is, I, oh my I god! I was like halfway. I was like halfway there. I was like, is she related to them somehow? What? What? What could be? Was she a? I haven't shed a fan? single light on that. I haven't shed a single light on that theory. Well. I haven't thought a single your... second about the fact that Loretta <laughs> could be related to Dickie uh, Glenroy. Isn't it wild? Like, what What are the implications of that? And, like, and she's an actor, and who? who is, who is the dad? And, oh, so many questions. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm thinking about who... I am currently suspecting. Also, obviously, yeah, Dickie you... is the way that they are pointing us towards. Yes, I'm think. Also, Tobert is a little bit suspicious for me still. I think they're trying to clean him up in Mabel's little group, which I love. I love Tobert, Theo, and Mabel. I love that dynamic. What I think is really but... fucking sus. Why the fuck is Theo back? <laughs> he had nothing to do with the plot. Ever in he this season, he's great. I know, but why is he here? He—that's a good question. What does you he know, have to do with it? Well, he was heavily involved with the building, right? Because of his dad, um, and right. having, and he has a friendship with Mabel, and she was moving, and so it was a good excuse to bring him back, maybe. But also, could be suspicious. Well, you know, you know, Selena Gomez, um, Steve Martin, Martin Short, they don't put anything in if it doesn't involve plot. I mean, they could have, why would you pay that kind of actor, that high paid actor, if you are not going to use them for plot? Why would you pay for extra actors if you, if it's unnecessary? I mean, I think the same could be said about Matthew Broderick. They did that for a bit, I feel like. Yeah, sure. <laughs> unless unless Matthew Broderick is the ultimate murderer. And <laughs> he came in for to become the star of the show and ended up becoming the... What is the... Well, is I had role? a theory yeah. that Matthew Broderick might have been hired by Cindy Canning. What? Hit me with that. Why? Okay, you know how Cindy Canning wanted a Bloody Mabel podcast? Yeah. What if um, she wanted to rip the trio apart by sending Matthew Broderick uh, in the midst of... um, Because, you know, Oliver was about to ask Charles back because, you know, they didn't have any, any person to replace him. Mm-hmm. And then Matt, Matthew Broderick showed up, and um, obviously it was like it was like lore that he was connected with 
um what's his that name producer guy yeah um, no, uh, cliff 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 yeah um yeah the way he called him i i mean he had to it took us so long to build up to calling matthew broderick that it doesn't yeah. seem like it was maybe a, a plant in the idea of in the mind of cliff but maybe maybe getting matthew broderick to agree was a syndicating catalyst that could be yeah I could I could definitely see that her her meddling with them that way to break them up even more. Yeah, that could yeah. Matthew Broderick, longtime fan of the Syndicanning <laughs> podcast network. <laughs> I'm really thinking right now because it obviously it would be a character that we have either seen a lot and is not yes. suspicious or we have not seen anywhere well first first of all do we will we see joy back because good question they we still haven't gotten the scene of mabel in her wedding dress and we haven't and... she, she gave us she gave us her hearsay testimony but we i don't know if we ever got any actual did we get any actual proof that she was not the one wait what do you mean with she, she got her hearsay testimony she so she and charles confronted her and she was like how could you say that about me i'm not a murderer and that was kind of it right there wasn't like any refutation of i she did say i didn't murder him basically but didn't provide any actual evidence as to how she didn't murder him right or did she i'm thinking she did uh say that the the makeup was there because um ben needed him uh, needed her that night mm-hmm. ah the uh the mark from charles yeah the mark from charles okay so kind of i i don't think that totally kind excuses of? her from... it doesn't but to but be honest i don't think she's the murderer me saying, we haven't necessarily wrapped that up but our, uh, yeah on the other hand what is i'm the only thing that i'm thinking about is that we have not seen mabel in her wedding dress that that is going to happen because it was in mm-hmm. all the trailers it was a big part of the commercial <laughs> of, of the of the marketing meaning that it will probably be something in episode 9 or 10 yep Yep. <laughs> and that would either mean that Joy and Charles are getting married, or maybe Loretta and Oliver are getting married, or Talbert and Mabel are getting married, or there's some stakeout wedding, or... Yes, yeah, like a fake wedding. It is a, yeah. so weird to think about, because what are they going to do with that? What are they, they going to build up to? <laughs> Because either they have two episodes, or maybe one, to get Charles and um, Joy back. Yeah. And also, (laughs) somehow get them to marry each other, which would still be part of the plot, because they are definitely in the scene where Mabel is in her wedding dress. They are definitely in a hurry. Uh Uh-huh. 
so why would be in a and why dress the fuck would they getting... be in a wedding dress at Charles? If wedding? they were getting married, yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> none of them, none of them seeing it. What? The f- <laughs> ah. So it must. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. There's a lot of lot of questions surrounding that. I'm I'm thinking it's going to be a Tobert situation, but you think Tobert and Mabel are getting married in three episodes? I think that they're might be some sort of fake wedding or yeah some some sort of catalyst that gets us there to like either a month later trap tobert yeah yeah it could be like a time skip thing mm-hmm. uh either yeah, they did the or we're trapping somebody else in like some sort of murder confession they love doing that sort of thing true yeah lot of lot of puzzles to unpuzzle also i'm trying to think right now because i haven't made a speculation and i want to leave our viewers or listeners mostly listeners because we don't post this on anywhere that you can view it um so i don't know why i said viewers um we don't record with our cameras so we don't record with our cameras because why would I? Or would we? If there's a claim for that, I'll do it. I'll turn on my camera. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm thinking, what? What if one of the... I'm still thinking that one of our three main characters would be convicted of murder. I still think that Charles is hit and that... Mabel's fangirlism mm-hmm. would get be them in trouble. part of it. Because also, whoa, now that I'm thinking of it, big red flag, why would Dickie buy a bloody handkerchief? This is the, this is the thing. This is the thing. Why would he buy that for $5,000? Yep, and hold it crying and that's yeah. the thing. I... Sure, yeah. you're upset. I get it, but why would you pay seven thousand bucks for a handkerchief you already have, for a piece only with your brother's blood on it? It's a it's a great question, and I was also quite curious. <laughs> that last shot of him holding it is just so it's disturbing, and it's also heartbreaking. I think Dickie yeah. is just a heartbreaking character in general but uh also but what also kind we of don't lore, know to be honest what kind of lore added the scene what, what kind of lore was added in the scene where um i don't know what this guy was but like on the he was like on the roof of the of the theater oh uh, yes the director the, the director, director yes yes what was his lore uh like his backstory or what clues he provided oh yeah what clues did he provide oh he did say that he heard loretta say fucking pig right yeah okay but he already knew that well he went through a couple phrases right he went through he was like he called she called him blah blah blah, or maybe it was fucking pig uh and that was pretty pointed yeah Uh, but to be honest Charles already knew that she said fucking pig. Yes. She said it when she was high on the ferry. 
Yes. On the Tooth Fairy. Um. All yeah, Oliver found that out. So um, what kind of lore did that provide? I don't know. Uh yeah, what yeah, I wasn't I didn't really hear any other clues except for that. He showed us his little exactly. his little puppet theater. That also Oh, you think do you think I he was so he was the ghost. He yes. pretended to be the ghost. Yes. He might know other things that he forgot to tell us didn't tell us you're getting where i'm getting at do you think he might be a suspect Uh uh-huh 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 all right however how Uh would that tie into my wedding theory oh because he would never go to mabel's wedding because he would not know mabel take Um, me there take me where where are you driving on this entertainment avenue? I have to I have to know. Well, I'm currently driving myself insane, but <laughs> in circles. In circles around the world, Doing around the world. In the parking lot. Around the world from Daft Punk playing in my car <laughs> while I'm spinning round and round and round. Wow. Wow. That's beautiful. What an image. <laughs> um, I'm thinking about it, and it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. That was like a very flimsy piece of evidence for an entirely new character to be thrown into this story. Well, my, my thing is, in season one and season two, no single character was wasted. Maybe in season one, because there were... A lot of characters she needed to get to know. But in season two, there was, like, everybody who was, like, either mainline in season one had mm-hmm. some sort of purpose. Everybody who show, Every... was shown had some kind of purpose to the lore. Yeah. And so Whether far... you knew it then or you knew it down the line. And so far, Theo and... Uh, Matthew Broderick and mm-hmm. and the director stage director upstairs. had no lore whatsoever added to it. Also, also if um he was the the director, I'm saying if the director was on the attic of the theater with Oliver, then what the fuck was the thing with the ghost light? Because. He did say, like, the lines of, um, what was the ghost's name? Gooseberry something? Gideon. Yes, Gideon. Gideon. Gideon Gooseberry. He did say his lines that he, that Gideon said when he died, um, which the stage director said would be the way to get him out of there. Mm. And he, the lights did turn on, which by itself wouldn't be a big thing, but also his papers flew away, and... That kind of stuff. I'm not. That is. I don't no. hope they are going in the ghost direction. <laughs> but at the other end, what did the ghost lore add to it? Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna... We had a fun thing. Like the director was a ghost, but. I I'll leapfrog off of that. Actually, I had a Ooh. I had a fleeting thought that perhaps this ghost theory 
may uh it may provide us more um wiggle room for things that we that other characters may have heard or seen in the theater that might have been explained by a ghost which we think is now explained by this director up in the attic but could be somebody else sneaking around the theater so yeah. we we might have thought that it was explained by the attic director but eh, there's there might be somebody else but what i think is weird that they would dedicate a tenth of a season of an entire season in which they have to solve a mystery mystery to a ghost that would be a stage director that has nothing to do with the lore yes i because... i am on with you on that big time Sure, if, like, the director would have to add something to the lore, sure, the story of, okay, there's a ghost, we gotta go to the theater to see what it is, and then it is a stage director who gets who gives us lore, sure, then I get it. Then I get that it, they would do that. But there was not a lot there. But there was nothing there. Then, so, that makes me sus of things that happen in episode, I wanna say six. It was, was it? Yeah, it was six. We also don't know a lot about KT, the stage manager. There's not been a lot of yeah uh, clues there. So, but to be possible... honest, Katie has served to the war in some sorts. Like she helped. Um, what's his name? Howard. Howard overcome. Yes, become an actor. Yeah, become That's an so actor, cool. which he always wanted to do. Yes, that could maybe serve something because we know that. Um, um steve martin and martin short and selena gomez work on the future of the series while they are in season three so they have connections to each other mm -hmm. that is also how things in season one lead to a clue in season three you know and take me there because i i don't remember what you mean well it's basically that in in season one and two, they already set up for the new season, you know? Oh, uh, okay, yes, fair. Like, already in season two, they already had everything set up for season three. So that at the end, that everything would be ready to get into the Ben Glenroy case. Absolutely. And also, in the beginning of season one, they already had Bunny's murder, which is the entire lore of season two. Yes. So, you know, um, I, I still haven't put out who I think the murderer is. No, you haven't. I haven't either. You I'm, haven't either. I'm reserving my judgment. I think there you are. Yes, I am. Because I think there are just so many, there's so many questions. There's so many backstories that we don't know. We've, we've talked about, I have like five suspects on my list. So... Bring me there, bring me there. Okay. I Dickie is kind of tossed out for me, but mm -hmm. Dickie's there. Mm -hmm. Tobert. Um KT is still on the list for me. Uh, -huh. uh I think Loretta is in the Dickie category for me, not yeah. very likely. And uh Yeah, I, I think I think I, no, I don't. I don't think Theo's on the list. Okay, I, that that's that's my list. That's four. <laughs> what about you? What's your list? I'm gonna go wild guess because I have okay. to follow my wedding theory. All right. 
I'm going to say Theo. I'm saying Theo purely because if, because, he, you know, he had a crush on Mabel a little bit. He right? did. And if. And he just came back in. Basically. And he just came back in. And if Tobert and Mabel were to have a fake wedding, who would be there to try and stop it with a murder conviction, maybe? It would be Theo. However. I, the reason. The, yes, go ahead. The only thing is, why would he kill Ben Glenroy? Yeah, what's the what's because the obviously Mabel was a was a was a big fan of Ben's, but why would he kill Ben Glenroy if he knows that Mabel loves him? And also, now that I'm thinking about it, why would he push somebody off a roof if he loved them? The blonde girl from season one. Oh, we got explanations about that. That was yeah, but he did. He didn't do that on purpose, you know. What if yeah. he was talking with Ben? Another and, accident. Well, he. We know that he fell down the elevator shaft. I. What was it? Was an accident. It, I think two accidents are very are with the same character are. <laughs> okay, it's not out of this world. Because, like, obviously, the second murder and the first murder could have been done by the first by the same person, but what if it wasn't? What if I think that the I, second I murder was that... accidentally done by Theo or by uh, yeah by Theo? I think that Theo, and the... after now that he's out from under his father's thumb, I feel like now he would talk about that. He would like go to emergency services, and awesome. I think he's grown. You know. Yeah, but my, I'm also wondering where is Teddy Demas? Where is Teddy Demas? Because that's, that's a good question. Theo is there, meaning that he... Teddy is also there. Well, did he go to? Didn't he go to? Did he go to jail? They both went to jail. Oh, so they're both out. Yeah, they were in season two. They went. They got out of oh my jail. Gosh, that's right. And yeah. Theo went to counseling, and then Teddy tried to. Uh, Try to what was it? He fuck. I uh, forgot the word. Threatened. He threatened uh, Oliver. Ah, uh, uh huh, uh huh. But yes, I don't think they have enough time to introduce Teddy, unless they are gonna do more than ten episodes, which I think would be rare. I mean, you never know, but yeah. They have gotten uh, probably way more money from Disney Plus or Hulu in your case. Okay, we're not we're not gonna see uh, Nathan Lane this season. Um, no, no, it's in an article. Um, he he's been he's been doing a play. Uh -huh. He said, he said, he says, but my character is probably in jail now. So I don't know. Maybe in a future season. <laughs> Only Meryl in the building. No, I'm still in jail, too. <laughs> okay. Uh, so that's where Teddy Demas is sitting at. <laughs> yeah. Um, well. I yeah. and the reason I didn't suspect Theo, the reason I didn't put him in my list of suspects is because he was such a major figure in 
in that previous murder. So I, I just don't think they point that finger again. But you never know. You never know. Yeah, fair enough. It's only murders. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm thinking about what else there would be who we could... Because I don't want to say that necessarily the wedding theory would be correct. But if we have to think about the last three episodes would feature a wedding which has no planning whatsoever. Meaning that it would be a fake wedding or a setup. Or an absolute whirlwind of a romance. <laughs> yeah, okay. But if you get if you get from nowhere or from the relationship that Mabel and Talbert have or that uh, um, Oliver and Loretta have, which, funny enough, haven't seen her in two episodes. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And, or the relationship that Charles and Joy have, which, <laughs> don't get that me wrong, <laughs> but they are not going to get married in the next two episodes. No way. It has to be a setup. It has to be some sort of setup, right? Yeah, I'm with you on that. And... Yeah, I catch the murder in a wedding two two weddings and a and an, and an arrest <laughs> yeah it's i don't know i think tobert's gonna be involved somehow yeah i think he's too squeaky clean <laughs> yeah in my opinion no, I get it. I get it. I get your point. I just... I don't know. I'm kind of in a, between right now. Do you think there's a new character that they're gonna, like, in the last minute, be like... Ta-da! No, no. I don't think that is only murders-like. Because they get to... Good. They mostly want us to get to know the person to actually hurt our judgment if we're wrong. Yeah. Yeah. So I think either Dickie or Theo, because obviously I get what you're saying with the Dickie is too obvious. However, we are at episode eight. It's true. So maybe true. they did shed some light on it. My theories are either between Loretta, Dickie, or Theo. Okay, that's a good list. That is my predictions list. I could be really off. And I am glad to see if I am. And please give us really uh, give us your thoughts in the comments. What you uh... please please do. I changed every episode with you in it. I changed that from what did you think of this episode to what would you like me and Kean to answer. And I have not nice. checked if we have any questions. But if <laughs> you watch this and if you listen to this entire podcast and you have questions for me and kian leave them down in the section that is labeled uh, do you have any questions for me and kian we won't um, ever look at them or answer them, we but... won't ne we will never look at them no we will uh we i just will. i've just been really busy this last week yeah you got a new job i got a new job <laughs> um but you know We'll be here. Please do. I'll be here. Yeah, to look give at us it. your theories. Um, you can X. Uh, I I, I want to say tweet, but it's not tweet anymore. You can X your theories and Ugh. tag me in it. I don't know if Keen has X, but 
Sure. You can... <laughs> I tag... don't have an, a usable X. You can tag me in it, uh, I believe. My X name is Double O Tice. But I'm no X, not no. sure. No, 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 because I couldn't use a space bar in my X name. Got you, got you. Uh, and otherwise, it, ju- it would just look ugly. But Double O Tice is great. Double O Tice is great. However, uh, and that would be zero zero Tice, not the word double O. Um, 100%. And with that being said, I would say the episode is over, unless you have anything to say. I'm ready to lift my UFO off of this entertainment avenue. I think You're ready dropped. to... Can you give me a lift home with your UFO? Yeah, yeah. We'll we'll stop by your home planet. Uh, okay. It's on It's on the way. So. Ah, okay. Yeah. Can we stop at McDonald's for chicken nuggies? If you want to get some fries too, yes, absolutely. Yeah, sure, sure. <laughs> okay. Let's go. With that being said... The episode is now over. You can finally get to sleep or go to that one appointment you were going to because we will not be talking here anymore. We will be talking here, same place, same time, next week, here over on Entertainment Avenue on whatever home planet you think it's going to be. We are there. Bye-bye.